Welcome to the More Business, More Life podcast. This show is for socially conscious leaders, entrepreneurs, CEO founders that have found success, but they yet they don't have the ideal life that they would like. And what we're going to do is bring in concepts and systems so that we can increase business with millions of additional revenue while lowering our work hours, ideally below 40 hours a week. We call this more business, more life. And it's an and, not an or. We don't have to have either or. We can actually systemize this to have both. And those are the concepts we're going to come with each episode. Sometimes we might talk a little bit more about business, sometimes more life, most of the time, both. <laughs> so welcome to the show. Welcome to the More Business, More Life podcast. And today is our Happy New Year episode. And yes, we're starting 2024 at the time of recording this. But I'll tell you, this can be Happy New Year any year. In fact, it could be Happy New Year any day, whatever. This is going to be about how to reset your life and start planning for what you want. We're going to break down how do you do that into simple steps. How do you make things tangible? And when it's not going well, and even if you say when it goes all wrong and it, it gets ugly, how do we reset so we can stay on path? We can keep it simple. We can keep it possible. And your new reality can actually become what you want right now. This can be the year that changes everything for you. And in this one podcast, we give some of our best tips on how to make your life a reality the way that you want it right now now so i would get a piece of paper i'd be ready to take notes because we are not going to hold anything back we're giving our top techniques on how to have the best new year of your life right now listen in what we're going to talk about is celebrating the new year starting the new year right even talk about new year's resolutions and in that i want you to know that this podcast will be evergreen. And how can I say that before we even record it is because we're going to really talk about restarting. A lot of times, what is a New Year's resolution? It's restarting. It's like starting new with new idea, new plan, say, or be trying to make a new commitment. And from a lot of research, they say the average New Year's resolution lasts eight days, eight days. So you only get like one, one day and a week and one day. That's it. That's the average. Now, some of you might be better than that. Maybe you get the first month or whatever, but I don't, now I work out at home, but when I went to the gym all those years ago, like I was pretty consistent. I got pretty consistent in my workouts. And I just remember the first week or two of January was like the worst. Everyone shows up, but then by this, even the second week, it lightened up. And then the third week back to normal, like then it was all the people I knew they were all there and everyone else was gone. Their two week shindig of Woo, it's the new year. I'm going to work out every day ended. And I don't bring this up to dishearten you. The goal for us and the team here is to give you some new ideas when it comes to a resolution and how can we start the new year in the right way and, and let it go in a good way. Right? So if, if we know that it's short-lived, then what if we reset every day? That's been my, my thing for years, and it's served me so well. And what I mean by that is I pick what I'm going to do the next day, and then I assess, did that go well? Did it not go well? Did nothing happen? I need to reassess. And then I reset the next day and the next day, because then I can have a New Year's resolution any day 
And this is so powerfully affecting my life and I can share, but I also have three wonderful people here with me. As many of you know, we co-host this show and I've got Stephanie Vetter with me and Melissa Barrett and Giovanni Godina. And I, I want to toss over to them because they've all been around me for a long time and they've heard me talk about plan tomorrow today and allow yourself to reset every day and be kind to yourself. So I guess out of that initiative, when you first learned so the question I want to pose to all three of you and go around, when you first learned about this plan tomorrow today, plan your fun first, there's a lot of little things in this initiative. We, we plan what we want in our life and then, and then, but let's focus on the reset for a moment. We could pick on any one of these things and probably do a whole podcast on anyone. But when you started letting yourself reset on a regular basis and reassess and then start having a new plan for the next day and not wait for new years to reset and you could do it any day. How did that change your life and what did having that do for you? We would look at each other like who's going first. I know Becky who <laughs> is pro audio voices and one of our clients and also we're a client of them to do this. She suggested that prior to start recording, that we pick who's going to talk first. And we still haven't done that. <laughs> so this is like admitting to pro audio voices that we are not using their suggestions. <laughs> like this is the first I'm hearing about. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's my fault. <laughs> further under the further under the bus, you go. Yeah, um. I'm just going down, <laughs> down. Hey, but I get to reset tomorrow. I am hey, coming clean. It's a right new solution. I'm coming yeah. clean on all the things so I can do a better job. Yeah. Well, I think taking it just... To the complete opposite end is something I've learned from you is that you can reset anytime. Like there's, it's a beautiful practice to have that where you reset at the end of the day and sort of let the day go and then plan for the next day. And I think that's the bit been the biggest lesson in it for me is the letting go part and the being kind to yourself part. Like whatever happened, happened. Whatever didn't happen, didn't happen. And to just be kind to yourself ask yourself, like, what can I learn from the experiences I had today? Or if you're resetting throughout the day, sometimes you're not having a good day, then what did I learn this hour? Or what can I take from that? And then how am I going to choose again? So, I mean, I think that's been the general theme and just all of our work together is like the being kind to yourself, because I think that is what can prevent us from making changes quickly or making new decisions as we hold on to that stuff. And I'm for sure guilty of that where I hold on to things that didn't go well and I would shame myself or blame myself or just have guilt or whatever it was and not let it go. And so then it would just perpetuate, right? So I think the resetting at the end of every day allows you to just like leave whatever happened in the day, good, bad, otherwise, and then wake up tomorrow with a plan and then just a fresh perspective and like ready to go and try again. And I think that's what can help bring some consistency and also a little more, more joy into what you do, right? Because you're not holding on. Yeah. And maybe, Stephanie, take that one step further. Thank you for that. How, how because it's the guilt, the shaming, which then doesn't serve us because then we feel like horrible the next day. So you're already like, starting the next day with like one less limb. It's like, hey, one day you have both arms and both legs. 
and then you ha you don't have the day that you want and then by bringing all that baggage you're taking an arm off and you're like okay now i have one arm and two legs let's try this again because you're kind of tying your hand behind your back with the emotions of it but also i guess the question then is how do you discern like but you do want to take responsibility so how do you find yourself taking responsibility to make the new initiative for the next day without making yourself feel bad about it I think there's so many pieces to dissect, probably just even in that, but it even comes down to like right-sizing your day. I was always that person that had this massive to-do list and I just carried it with me every single day. And then it was like never getting accomplished. It was never feeling successful. And then that was part of the piece that made me feel like, oh my God, I never looked at like, look at all I did accomplish in the day, which was typically a lot. You accomplish a lot in a day. So I was not celebrating that what I, what I had done I was only thinking about and putting energy towards what I hadn't done and so and then those things just stay on the list forever so for so for one right sizing your list and making sure that it's appropriate and then taking that even to your calendar so not just having something on a like a wish list is essentially what it had become but then going okay if I have these things on my list like where am I going to calendar those into my day to make sure that I'm giving myself enough space to do those things so that they would get done. And then sometimes even with that, things don't get done. It's like, okay, that's okay. But making sure even that like the most important things get done. Because with those big wish lists, it's like you want to cross. I love to cross things off a list. So I would want to cross off as many things as I could. So I would take like the insignificant things because it was fast. And then like the big things were still on my list. So like not making movement towards like the important stuff. I mean, there's so many little things. Yeah. But that's already good right there. And obviously we can keep digging deeper throughout this episode, but that's, that is the thing we tend to overdo it and then feel bad. So that's part of that guilt. It's like, my list is so long. I can never get enough done. I can put, and that's where the more hours come. Then we feel like, oh, I just better work more, work more, work more instead of saying, well, how many hours do I want to work? And then what can I actually accomplish during that period of time? And then the magic in that for me is then I can really prioritize because if you're forced, if you have like a list of 25 things, or I've had some CEOs that have like 80 things on their list or more, it's like this endless list, like you're talking about, Stephanie. And then what and then we just try to do as much as we can every day. And then and then we feel bad about it. Like we're never getting enough done. Never getting enough done. So then we're telling our mind, we're doing like an auto-suggest. We're suggesting in our mind that we're not good enough, that we don't get enough done. And then we're chipping away at our own well-being. I would say, I would go as far as to say that. Whereas what you're talking about, when you plan tomorrow today, as you're saying, Stephanie, and then you pick what's most important and put that most important thing on your calendar, like not only am I going to do that thing, but here's when I'm going to do it. And and then even some of the big things need to be broken into chunks. So it's like, I'm going to do this on this day, this on this day, and then in a month, I'll have that thing done. But now we know that that priority is getting done. And we can put the rest, the rest away. So even in that, I'll make a quick suggestion to have, you can have a wish list and whether that's in your project management tool or you're in a notepad, have that notepad be separate so that you can literally close it, get it out of sight 
and then work on. And then what it did for me when I did that is then my highest priority came truly to the top. And I started realizing how delusional I was that I actually was doing a bunch of stuff that wasn't as high a priority. So as soon as I started doing what you're saying, Stephanie, then it allowed my priorities to become real and to make the greatest impact in my business. If revenue is my biggest goal, then I was cutting off everything that wasn't going to drive new revenue. I was like, well, why am I doing that right now? If revenue is my thing, why would I even think to do that thing? But when I was like, oh, I can do everything. I'm going to do all I can. Then I would do that and that and that. And then the revenue would fall shorter and shorter and shorter. Yeah. How about you, Melissa and Giovanni? Like when you allowed yourself to reset every day, like what changed in your world? Well, it's interesting that you ask because I think a lot of my thought process, you all may have maybe touching on, but I guess the what started it for me was I felt like when I began to to do, really reset, I feel like I almost took a step outside of myself to look at what my life is like on a daily basis and then really focus on what was most impactful for me. And I think you guys, you're talking about importance and prioritization. That was became part of it. But for me, I think it started with kind of the mindset of just forgiving myself wherever I think I should be in life, whether people told me that's where I should be going or whether I decided like I need to be somewhere else. The mindset was a, a big thing for me, just in terms of trying to understand where I am in life and where I want to be in life and where what I want to do with the life that I have left, however long that may be. So for me, I think that was really empowering for me. And it also allowed me to focus my intention and become more clear. Um, and it's a work in progress. I'm not saying I, my life is completely figured out. But if you, when I start with the intention and that feeling of empowerment, it kind of allows me to establish some better boundaries. And one of my big issues is just thinking that I can do so much in a specific period of time. And so my, I think I've said before, my dad used to tell me, you have 24 hours in a day, just like you and the president. So I'm always trying to figure out like, how can I be more productive? What can I be doing? And a lot of times I think we think about activity instead of impact. And so when, when you started talking about how do you eliminate, automate, delegate, and it's like where your attention goes, energy flows. And it's like, is my energy flowing in the right places or not? And how am I kind of representing the time that I have? Because at the end of the day, I think when my career started, it was like, hey, you go to school, you go to college, you graduate, you get a job, then you get married, you have kids. That didn't, it's like, that's like that happy path. And I'm not sure everybody ends up with the happy path, especially now. There's so many choices and things that you can do and uh, to deliver the career that you want. 
But I think career was always first for me. In my household, it was like, hey, you got to work. You got to do this. You got to do what you're supposed to do. And life was kind of like after that, like leftovers. (laughs) So the happy path is not so happy. (laughs) Right. So, I mean, I think when I started working with you, it was like, well, how about we figure out what do you want to do in life? Like, really? Like, what do you really want your life to be like? What time do you want to wake up in the morning? Do you want to wake up to an alarm or not? And that allowed me to kind of go, okay, I need to like really own what my life is, be accountable for where I want to go and then create the design of that plan and then figure out how do I essentially finance the life that I want (laughs) through whatever, whatever career that I, I desire. So. Yeah, it's like the opposite because what you're talking about, what you called the happy path, uh, perceived happy path, I'll add, is that you're following the guidelines of someone else's life. Yeah. And then it could work, but yeah, it's not like it's not exactly the path for everyone. Like, so it's, it leaves it to chance. Like, maybe you'll get everything you want. But I found over the years, and I think you have too, Melissa, with our experience, most people don't get it. And then years go by and then you're like, whoa, what happened? So by doing what you're doing, you're choosing your life. And so I, I guess, and, and with this elaboration, is this what you meant by mindset? So the first part of the mind, because I was, I wanted, oh, and as you so beautifully said all that, it was, well, I wanted to understand like, for people that are listening, how did you start that shift in your mindset? Can you, do you remember like what might've been the first step for you? I would say probably meditation. I've never been meditated before I did coaching with you. Somebody might've said, Hey, close your eyes and take a moment of silence or something like that. But when you go into meditation, it's very different when you're literally kind of, I mean, I don't know. I feel like I'm going into a different level of consciousness to really tap into internally what I really want. And people spend a lot of time talking about being authentic. But for me, it was like, I didn't really know what that was. It's kind of like that three-year-old little girl, six-year-old, whatever, that's like in there but she doesn't really know what she wants to do when she grows up. (laughs) And it's like, even though I've had a wonderful career, I have enjoyed it, but you start looking at your life going, okay, I'm this age and that age. And by the time I get to be 60, 70, 80, like exactly what is it that I want to accomplish? And so I think for me, it was really about kind of turning inside to understand what did I really want, which I think is the most significant work you can do for yourself is to get in touch with yourself. Yeah. That is a personal development, personal growth, and also a spiritual path. Even I learned that yoga, literally yoga means union. And, and in the spiritual sense, it means union with your soul and then union with God or all create creation, right? And so that 
is what you're in a way talking about. And I think we all deep down have that, like your heart is singing, like this is what I want to do. And we all have that in our childhood, right? I want to do this when I grow up. And then, and then depending on what age, depending on what family or what community we in, we're in, that gets, that can get stifled because like, no, you should go be a lawyer. You should go go to school and be a doctor. You should do this. You should do that. And we get all these things. Or you become an adult and you're like still dreaming, like at the beginning of college. And people go like, yeah, how are you going to do that? Yeah, right. And then they, they when you see a little kid, they're like, I want to be president. Then you're like, go for it. And then you turn like 18. They're like, that won't happen. What are you talking about? Like, well, I've seen this happen. Like the same person will, will smash a dream once you get to a certain age. And like, what's the deal? And that it's so beautiful about what you're saying, Melissa. You are asking yourself, what is it that I really want? And then start designing it. And I guess that's where it comes to. Then we can really plan tomorrow today. Because then if that's what I want in my life, what should I be doing? Because the sad thing is we wake up at some old age or or some catastrophe in our family. We lose a loved one or we, or we get unhealthy ourselves or something else happens. So I just want to echo that. And I also want to say to what Melissa's saying for everyone to hear, don't wait. And so that's beautiful. And so the, and, and then however you find that, whether it's meditating, going on walks, I had a meditation teacher once said, if you're not going to meditate, then take longer showers. And maybe if you're in an area that has a drought, then maybe I say, why don't you take longer walks and, and a walk without headphones, without distractions and and on your own even like if you can take a solo walk if it's safe if you're not like walking up a cliff or something and you need a buddy but there's lots of ways to meditate there's not one way so find a way that you can be lost in your thought give yourself space to think so so beautifully said melissa thank you thank you thank you and giovanni uh, let's hear your perspective. Like, so when you first started learning about this reset idea and like starting a new day as a new day, how did that go for you? And then what impact did it make? Yeah. So very similar to both stemming Melissa. Like it's, it's just powerful on a deeper level. You can reset, right? Like, but you don't know. Cause like when you, when you suggest it or when you say it, People are like, oh yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I can just stop and just if I'm having a bad day, just take a moment and kind of push the reset button. So like when I first heard that, I was like, oh, yeah, that's interesting. And then you start doing it and it's like, okay. And then you fall off from doing it because just life happens. And then you have to reset on your reset. And and that's okay. And that's what I find myself in this the cycle because like you 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 get good you get going you re, you reset and then things go good right and then just life happens and you get off track and then something happens and you're like oh and something else happens like oh oh man yeah I have these tools that are at my disposal and then I re reset so that's kind of been my my experience with it is like most of the, I, I, by no means have I mastered it like it's a continuous practice for me of, of learning and but it has been a powerful tool when i'm able to get in those zones of resetting it changes your your day which then your day changes your week which your week then changes the month which then changes the year so it's a, just a domino effect when you can stay with it. and again 
if you fall off, it's just like, it's okay. Just like, okay, I need to reset my resets. I need to get back into it. So that's been probably like just having that opportunity. It's so funny when we say like, you don't need our permission or when somebody's like giving you advice, like you don't need my permission to do this, but I'm, I'm saying you can do this. And it just like opens up your eyes. Like, Oh, that's a possibility. Right. Cause you just get, I don't know, you just get caught up in your life and your day and everything. And you forget these things that like were powerful beyond measure and yet we limit ourselves with just with what is what we've grown up with kind of a thing and so i mean i don't have i never had anybody in my life tell me hey you know what if you're upset you're having a bad day you can just stop and and let that go and re reframe what you want like i never had any of that right because my my family didn't have that right and so just being aware of it it's, it's life altering really i mean you could just take this and like you could change your life if you just followed this if you just reset allowed yourself to reset after any any hiccups or road bumps or whatever it may be just having a, you stubbed your toe like if you just took a moment and just like allow that to kind of go through because if you stub your toe it's like usually something else that's going on that's on like a higher vibration kind of a thing we want to get woo woo with it because it's all connected right we're all connected I think I'm going off way tangent here, but this is kind of what's coming to mind. <laughs> I don't. I don't think you are because you're talking about taking responsibility, but in a kind way to yourself. Because when you just let the bad day go, you actually are just wallowing in it. And, and a lot of times we end up blaming. It's like, oh, my day didn't go because I didn't get that done. Or so then in that case, like Stephanie said, you're blaming yourself. Or oh, if my car didn't break down, it would have been a better day. Oh, if my boss didn't tell me I had to do this. Or oh, if that client didn't do this, then we're disempowering ourselves. So what you're talking about, Giovanni, is you're empowering yourself and you're saying, wait a minute, what can I do? So in the reset, hidden underneath it is the what can I do about it? Like, so you're like, okay, I'm going to reset. And what can I do about that? Oh, tomorrow I'm going to do this. Or later this afternoon, I'm going to do this instead of just being grumpy. I like where you're going is what I'm saying. And it doesn't have to take long too, right? It doesn't have to take you an hour, 30 minutes, 10 minutes, five minutes. I can literally be like, I've even with our clients, I've had a client, I had a client call earlier in the week, I think, or last week. And he was just talking about like, he was like falling off his meditation and exercise and, and stuff. And I, I just, I just told him, all right, let's take a, a minute. And we did a minute like kind of reset, like mindset reframes. Like, it's like, okay, picture where you want to be. And like, just, and I was like, that took us less than a minute to do. And so it really doesn't, he's like, oh yeah. He's like, that. I'm like, does that help? He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, yeah, I forget, forget I can do that. I'm like, yeah. Like we all forget, right? I mean, it's just, it's, it's, it's the simple things that just, you're like, no, it's too simple. Like that, it has to be more difficult. I'm like, nope, it doesn't. Yeah, we're delusional in that. We think that more success means more complication. And it's the opposite. More success comes from simplicity. We actually have a saying, is it simple? And if we don't get a yes, we stop right there and we simplify. And then once we get it simple and we're like, is it simple? Yes. Okay, then the next question is, can you do it? And then that's a real question. No, I can't. Okay, well, you're going to hire someone or you're going to go learn how to do it. And then you have two choices. You either go learn how to do it or you hire someone else. And that, but then once you do that, then it's done. Consider it done. If it's simple and you can do it, 
success. That's what we call it. And that that's the reality. And so this simplification is the power. That is the power. And that is the reframe. That it's not complicated. In fact, we're delusional. We're the ones making it more complicated. And like you said, Giovanni, many of us were not raised that way. And we're a, co a country built on immigration. And so the immigrant mindset is to come work hard, change your life. And it does. I mean, like all our families, they did that. All of them, the four of us. And like, if you think about it, your family, if you look, and that was the answer and it did work. So that's why it perpetuates. We could ask ourselves, because I asked myself, why would people go bang their head against the wall for 30 years? Well, because someone else did that and the rock broke and then they got on the other side and they're like, ta-da, I did it. And then people are lining up to break their head against the wall for 30 years and like be on the other side. And But we're in a new age. <laughs> this is new time. And this is a time to look and say, oh, wow, did you, hey, everyone, there's a hole in the rock over here. I, I just was able to walk through. What? Oh my God. You know, like it's, it's time to slow down and look around, slow down, look around, reset and find the way that's better. So let's pause real quick and take a break and we'll be right back. I just want to have an expression of gratitude right now for pro audio voices. They're the ones that uh, produce my podcast and Becky and her team are amazing. And for those of you that know me, I'm all about wow clients, wow partners and pro audio voices is a wow partner for me. And if you want to learn more, you can go to proaudiovoices.com and you can learn about them. They also do audiobooks, and they're just amazing people. Thank you, Becky. And in today's age, we have a global workforce. Literally, we can connect around the globe. And that is new. Even at my age, I remember when I first started in business and I had to call Canada and I lived in the United States and I was like, should I make this call? Like it was actual business decision. Like it's going to cost some money. I mean, this is when it was like 30 bucks for like five minute call or something. I'm like, okay, how long am I going to be on the phone? If I'm on the phone for an hour, this could be like couple hundred bucks or something. I don't remember how it all worked out, but it was serious phone bills sometimes if you're doing international business. And now look at us. We can be global on a number of platforms for free or for really cheap. Crazy, right? And then we have more options than ever before. So this is the time to take everything that we're talking about. Stop feeling guilty about yourself. Stop shaming yourself and start resetting how, what, what Stephanie's saying to Giovanni's point that we can do this anytime. And yeah, maybe something crazy happens and it does take you going on a walk for 20 minutes just to shake it off. Maybe it was so disruptive, right? Or it's one minute just to take the edge off, take some deep breaths, and maybe you just have to stand up, walk away from your desk, go get a drink of water, come back and reset. And then to Melissa's point, just looking at the bigger picture, what do you want your life to be like? And let that be a measurement of your success instead of the number of tasks that you check off. Because we can mindlessly do that for the rest of our life and then wake up and say, what the heck did I do? So I think those were all good lessons. And we're a little past halfway. And I thought one other thing I'd like to give, and I'm open for each of you to share more on what we just shared on, but I wanted to open up one more door for this podcast. And that is kind of the planning. So here we are at the beginning of the new year. 
and we're talking about planning on a daily basis, which actually is more important than what I'm about to say. If you just get that from this podcast, you've already got, like Giovanni said, life-changing. Melissa said, life-changing. Stephanie said, life-changing. I'm telling you, life-changing. Changed my life. But then it's breaking it down. So if there's a big thing that you want this year, okay. You want to travel somewhere, okay. You want to buy something, okay. Then what's it going to take, right? And this is where people make a mistake. They have a big dream like that, like Melissa was talking about. What's the dream in your heart? And then they don't do the research. They don't go check how much are the plane tickets. They don't go check how much does it cost to have a personal chef. They don't go check to see how what how much it costs to get their lawn mowed. We don't know. And then we just think it's out of reach. So it's foolish to say, I can't afford something if you haven't gotten... I can't tell you how many people I've coached now that they're like, well, I can't afford that. I'm like, oh, how much uh, more do you need? And they're like, what? What do you mean? I, yeah, like you have a certain amount of money. How much are you missing to make that affordable? And they're like, well, I don't know. And then I'm like, well, how do you really know that you can't afford it then? And they're like, oh, I guess you're right. I said, so you haven't gotten a proposal or any quotes or anything like that? No. I'm like, okay, well, then you have no idea if you can afford it or not. You're just guessing that you can't afford it. Yeah, that's what we do. So if you want anything this year, my proposal is to you, first thing you figure out how much it's going to cost. When are you going to go? When would you like to go? And then let's say it's like $6,000. Then, okay, that's 500 a month. So can you save 500 a month in 12 months and then go on that trip? You possibly, you probably could. And then, then it gets to the priorities that all three of you are talking about. Okay, well, what can I cut out? Is it a priority to go out to dinner every week? Or do I want to go on this holiday? Now it gets real. Now it's like, no, I like going out to dinner. I don't want to go on that trip. Maybe I'll go on that trip next year and I'll save 250. Maybe I'll just save $250 and in two years, I'll get to do that big excursion. Okay, great. So the idea here, what I'm proposing is that you take the big thing that you want and break it into steps. And the first step is knowing what it's going to cost time and money. Cause some of these things don't cost money. It's like, Oh, I want to do this project. Okay. I need 10 hours a week. Okay. How can you do that? I can't do that. So if, if that is the thing I can't do that, then can you do five hours a week? And then maybe it takes you double the length of time to achieve that thing, but you still achieved it. Sometimes I meet people and they look at the mountain and they're like, boy, that's a big mountain. I really want to be at the top of that mountain, but boy, it's big. And I'm like, okay, well, let's take the first step. You know, the re if you look at the mountain and you're like, oh, it's too far, then you're giving up on your life. You're giving up on your dreams to like Melissa's part. You're, you're giving up on that heart. And so that's not what we're saying. I'm saying break it down into simple steps that you can do. Remember I said, is it simple and can you do it? If that's true, then it's a success. And so what we what I do with my family is we plan out what we want every year and it's, and it's right at the end of the year so around the winter solstice as the days get shorter we start spending time together the winter solstice has been the starting point for us and I said this on a previous podcast that's when we say what we're grateful for for the previous year and we start planning and then by New Year's Day we want to have a plan of what we're going to do for that following year and then that starts getting implemented onto the calendar so that we actually start the year knowing, okay, we're going to do this, this, this 
you could break it into quarters. So every three months, there's four quarters in a year. Every three months, what are we going to accomplish to make the year and have that accomplishment? Do we want to go on a vacation every quarter? Okay, where are we going to go? What week are we going to go? Does that work with the company we work for? Or can we tell our clients that we're going to be gone that week? Literally start planning those things. And the way you break it down is, okay, what are the big things for the year? Then what are the things for the quarter? Then what what things do we need to do for the month to make those quarters become the reality? And those quarters make the year a reality. And then when you look at the month, what do we do each week to make that month happen? And then what do you do each day to make that week happen? So you can literally work your way backwards to the smallest step. It's like dominoes. If you ever seen those dominoes where you hit one and it knocks over all the others, you're working backwards. It's like the setup, right? You're, in order to do that, you got to set up all the dominoes in place. So you're looking at the way you want to have it designed and then you start placing the dominoes. So every day you're adding another domino to make the picture, right? And that then now it becomes real. And to what everyone is saying here, Stephanie, Melissa, and Giovanni, is that then we're taking those small steps and we're allowing ourselves to reset every day because it's not going to be perfect. Oh, I wanted to get this done today. It didn't happen. Okay, what am I going to do about it? What can I change tomorrow or later today? Like to Giovanni's point, we could do it. You could reset five times in one day. Oh, that didn't work. And you know what? That's all feedback. So there's no failure. This is straight from Carl Bukite, one of my teachers. He said, there's no failure. There's only feedback. So in this plan tomorrow today and in this planning for this new year, you could change your life right now by choosing just these few things. One, plan what you want for the year. Two, break it down into small steps and simple steps. Three, start taking action on those things or hire the right people and then reset every day. And that means getting the feedback. Okay, how did today go? Oh, it went horrible. Okay, what am I going to do tomorrow? And then what am I going to do tomorrow? And so now I actually get grateful. So we have, a, we have a value here with our company of gratitude. And gratitude to us is appreciating all results. So that really bad day, I can be grateful for it. Because you know what it usually tells me? What not to do. <laughs> And I love that when I know not what to do, then I can eliminate that. And I'd be like, that doesn't work. That did not work. We're not doing that. So tomorrow we're doing something new. And then when something works fantastic, it tutto fantastico, as you said in Italian. I'm learning my time a little bit at a time. And that's another thing. Long time. It's taking me a long time to learn a little bit of Italian. But to have everything be fantastic, we have to try a lot of different things. But when it is fantastic, guess what I'm going to do? Choose it again and again and again. So when it's great, it's evident of success. So do it again. When it's not good and even ugly and horrible, then we can say, no, thank you. So in this twofold, Giovanni, Melissa, and Stephanie will do another circle around here. Breaking down your life into smaller steps and getting that feedback. How did that impact your life? And, and how has that shown up like with the, with this this part of it? Giovanni, you want to go first since you went last on the last one? Yeah, breaking down in chunks, man. It definitely makes things easier to like to see, right? Like if you have the big goal. I remember you telling the story like whenever I first heard you speak, I remember you talking about like the chef for the vacation or whatever it was. And like it just like it made sense. It's like, yeah. 
if you don't research and see, like you don't know how much it is, everybody just expects it to cost a lot, right? And I remember hearing this from Tony, before I heard it from you though, I heard something similar from like Tony Robbins, one of his events that he did was like, he asked some kid in the crowd, like, what do you, like, what's your goal? And he's like, I want to make X amount of dollars. What, what will that do? He's like, I don't I'll buy a plane. He's like, do you know how much a plane costs? He's like, no, do you know what that like, goes into? Like, he, the kid had no clue how much it would cost to like have a plane or something like that. And so the kid, I don't know, maybe thought it was like a couple million dollars or something like that. He's like, yeah, you could probably buy a plane for a couple million dollars, but like what's all that goes into it. And actually you can buy planes fairly cheap, like $16,000 for like an airplane, like those little one engines. But yeah, they're cheaper than a car. <laughs> what we're saying here is like it was breaking it down to make it into those bite-sized chunks to where you can, it just brings it closer and more tangible. And so for me, yeah, it definitely helps with it because I, I like you, Steve, I am big visionary see these things and sometimes it's actually i'm gonna be honest it's like sometimes it's hard for me to chunk down like i can see the the bit the end part and then i'm like oh okay how do we get it and i can chunk it down a little bit i'm like okay i'm struggling here how else can i get it even smaller and so like like all things we teach it's a practice right it's like just kind of getting like i'm getting better and better at it as i i see these things and start to break them down but it has been like everything you do, Steve, it's life changing. If you just follow what it is, <laughs> what you do, it just it changes your life. And so, being able to have that, it has been, it definitely helps out. Going from this big vision is like, like okay, how the heck am I going to get there? There's no road. All right, do I have my car? How am I going to get there? Do, do I need to take an airplane? Like, okay, if I have to take an airplane, like, where's the runway? What like, and it's like breaking it, bringing it down. I was like, oh, you know what? Actually, I could just like take this train that would take me like directly to it. And, like, but I wouldn't know that if I didn't start from the the end and then like work my way back to it. I was like, oh, it's actually the simple step that I need to do that will then just kind of like domino affect everything else out. So it's definitely helped me. And again, I'm still like quote unquote mastering it, becoming the best at it for myself, which will just come with time. But it does help me as I try to chunk the things down and just like really see how I should be planning my day and the rest of my life really with it. I feel the same with you, Giovanni. Sometimes we know the simple steps and sometimes we don't. And I often say in my keynote speech, one of the, my keynote speeches is that for many years, I was going to an office with no doors and no windows and trying to break out. And I did that for like 12 years, metaphorically. And then I met my mentor and then they showed me the door. So sometimes the simple step comes from someone else's perspective because sometimes when we're in the weeds, we can't even see all the dominoes for that. So, so I think, yeah, adding to all of what you just said, it's, it is figuring out the small steps and the dominoes. And then when you can't figure that out, then getting help. Yeah. How about you, Melissa? How, when you started looking at the bigger picture, breaking it down into steps, how, how did that serve you? I think for me, breaking it down into smaller steps, and I'll maybe try to make this a little, a little more realistic. For me, when my husband was ill, and we decided it was kind of one of those things where you decide you want to go on vac a family vacation, and then you realize that maybe you can't go on a family vacation more than like once a year. <laughs> And when he became diagnosed with cancer, 
yes, I was still working 12 hours a day and all that kind of stuff, but it started to kind of help me understand that I probably needed to plan something for us like every quarter. And so for me, it was like, okay, we're going to do something every, every quarter. And then you started breaking that down and further and further. And I realized like really the last year that we had with him, we did do a lot more things than we probably would have done. And I think when he passed, it started to really resonate with me. Like you need to choose what you want. And so when you talk about just being grateful for things, there are so many things that I'm grateful for, but I do go back to appreciating all of those results and resetting. And to me, it just kind of clears your pathway when you can break things down. It kind of lights up your path for the direction that you want to go and the goals you want to accomplish so that I, it makes me understand what are the specific things that I want to do. And really the emphasis becomes on what I want to say no to. And sometimes people are going to be disappointed. I'm going to feel guilty, but that's okay. I have really come to learn that my own mental health is I don't want to be kind of old and decrepit and laying in bed for five years before I die. You know what I mean? Like it really sets the stage and the tone for where you want to go. So even when Giovanni or Steve is talking about get up and do some movement for five minutes or take that time out for five minutes for meditation, those are practices that actually change the life you're living. And that's what, I mean, to me, it's just, It's that clear path, that path to freedom that we keep talking about. And Melissa, to acknowledge in that, the more successful you are, the better you have to get at saying no. Because the more successful you are, the more opportunities are going to be presented to you. And it gets harder and harder. And I've been saying that for years, like the more successful you are, the more delusional it gets because you have so many great opportunities come to you. And then I recently saw a speech from Alex Hermosi and he said, he breaks it by the dollars. He said, you get to the million dollar level and you have to be at the million dollar no. Like, how do you say no to a million dollar opportunity? And then you get to 5 million. How do you say no to 5 million? And, and then at that time he had sold one of his companies for like 20 million. And he said, I failed. I can't, I can't, I think he said those words. He, he said it failed or I made a mistake or something like that. I don't remember the exact words he said at that moment. So if you, uh, don't quote me on that, but he, but what he said was I didn't do the no. And he proceeded to show all the self-made billionaires, self-made billionaires from that lifetime, not from inherited wealth. And all of them stuck with one thing for decades. They didn't sell out at 5 million. They didn't sell out at 20 million. They didn't sell out at 100 million. They kept doing what their mission was. And you want a real life example right now is Patagonia. They kept growing. They started off and his book, the founder, he wrote, Let My People Surf. Their whole thing was about surfing and climbing. And they built a company around what would allow them to do that. Talk about what Melissa said. What does our heart want to do? And they built a company that supported both those industries. 
and fed them and gave them the means to travel around the world and surf and climb all these ridiculous mountains. And it was amazing for them. And now fast forward, they built a billion dollar company, a billion dollars, $3 billion to be exact. And then that doesn't come from being distracted and new opportunities. Do you think they got all these opportunities? Probably. And this is the thing we all do. So the more successful you get, to Melissa's point, I wanted to emphasize this, the more successful you need to get at saying no, because people will derail you and it'll look really cool because it's a really big ticket. And it's like, well, I could do that. Oh. And then it's a delusion from your, your core purpose. So I thank you, thank you for bringing that up, Melissa. And that's part of this whole thing. When you reset every day, we notice our delusions. You might not notice right away. You might be doing something for a month and then go, wait, what am I doing? And I wouldn't have, I know personally, I wouldn't have noticed things if I didn't do that. So finishing us off, Stephanie, like when you started breaking things into chunks and, and I guess, how did you do that? And then what did you notice? This is kind of the same question that I gave Giovanni and Melissa. Yeah, I think everything that they said and then also I started to do that in both like my personal life, like what we're talking about, the fun, the travel, the experiences that you want to have and understanding what those are to take like a wish or a dream and turn it into something that's actually possible. Like these are the steps to make that like to bridge that gap. But even from like a career perspective, it's like, oh, I want to make this much or I want to have this many clients be at this event or whatever it is like being able to work backwards in that way makes turns it into like tangible action items that you could do every day so that you could have this result and so I think being able to to go from this inconceivable thing like you said like oh I this is something that I want I've always wanted I dream about it but oh, I'll never have that and it's like well how do you know and then it's also the knowingness like there's there's like a beauty and power even in that like oh my gosh i've taken all the steps i know what it's going to take i know what i have to do every day or every week or every month to have this result that i want i know when i'm going to be able to have that result if i just stick to this plan like something in that knowingness is is like freeing and exciting because then you have something to look forward to and you're going to have something to celebrate like on the other side so yeah, I think I, I've sort of taken that and tried to apply it to, to both worlds, like my my fun, my personal, my family, whatever that is, and then also to work. And it just, it you're not leaving it to the unknown. You're not leaving it to chance. Like you're actually taking control in a really good way of, like Melissa said, like what your experience is going to be. Like what does that look like? And then you're in the driver's seat. Like it's, yeah. So that's done for me. It's beautiful. Beautiful. Well, all of this is so beautiful and and yet so simple. So it's going to be up to you, whoever is listening to this today. If you're listening to this, look at the things that you want. Write them down. Okay, what's it going to take? When do you want it? By, by when? And then go get the quote. Go find out how much it costs. Go find out how much time it's going to take. And then always ask yourself, is it simple? If it's not, break it to smaller steps. And if you, then can you do it? Do you know how to do it? If you don't, then you got to go sign up for a class. You got to hire a teacher, get a coach, 
or hire someone to do it. Hire a professional that's an expert in that field and then it will be done. And then you got to add that to your budget. Now you got to say, okay, can I afford to do that? What, uh, do I want to learn this? No, I don't want to learn it. I just want to have it. Okay, well then buy it. Don't build it. So all those questions come and then reset every day. Go at it. Even if nothing happens and it's like in your, in your mind, the worst day, the best thing you can do is reset. Start new tomorrow. Let go of all uh, the bad day. Just imagine for every bad day, if you had to put a brick in your backpack, how bad would the year be when you're carrying a bag of bricks? So what we're saying is leave the bricks alone. <laughs> Let them go. Don't be carrying that stuff into tomorrow. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. And then you start fresh. And you ask yourself, what am I going to do different? And if you don't know, then get some new perspective. Go talk to someone that's an expert in that field. Go find someone that can help you. And then you can have anything you want. Anything. Anything. That's it. It's that simple. So I hope this helps you start this new year or whenever you're listening to this. Like I said at the beginning, this is an evergreen podcast because it doesn't take January 1st to make this possible. It's not the magic day of gateway that, oh my gosh, January 1st, the door is open. I'm, I'm finally in. Oh No, you could do it any day. It could be April 16th. It could be whatever. It could be November. It could be December 31st. Any day you can make a new day for you. So go do it. I hope this is valuable. And if you got value from this, we always suggest signing up for our newsletter. Enrolling in our newsletter is free. And it allows you to get tips, new skills, things from us, case studies from other clients and other people living more business and more life right now so you can start getting new ideas in your life every week. And all you've got to do is text WOW, W-O-W, to 72,000. That's 72 triple zero seven two zero 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 text the word wow to seven two zero 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 and then it'll prompt you to enroll and it's free and this is our gift our mission is to help as many people have the freedom they desire and in order to do that we have lots of things yes we do events yes we do coaching but we also do a lot of free stuff like this podcast like our newsletter because we are true to our belief we want to help as many people and there are people in different places and, and they need different help in different ways. And so we're always trying to give it in all the ways we can. So if you want more, sign up and we'll give it to you. <laughs> we love you all. Thank you so much for listening and uh, we'll see you next week or you will hear us. <laughs> That's what it'll be. Thanks for listening to the More Business, More Life podcast. I hope you got value. And if you did, we have so many more things for you at stevenopleton.com. You'll be able to connect with us on social media. We are active. You can ask us questions. And then on top of that, I want to give you a really big gift. And it truly is. We want to give so much value. We have an offering. It's a program called Clear Path to Customers. It's the same way that we attract wow clients and only working with the right people, the people we want to. And it's transformed my business into millions more in revenue with the right people and my clients. 
and we're doing it absolutely free. So you can go to stevenopolitan.com and grab that. You just got to put in your information. We'll send it to you promptly. And that again is on stevenopolitan.com. I look forward to having you on the next show. Until then, remember, choose gratitude and create freedom. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.